Harrison, firstly... Yeah, we've been experiencing a lot of connectivity problem in the country. Oh, that's interesting because uh, we've also read some reports saying that there have been restrictions to the internet. Absolutely. There's been restrictions to the internet, especially in the capital city, Yaoundé, where I am right now, and in the commercial capital, Douala. There's been restrictions to the social media platforms, especially Facebook. Now, the situation here, I got your question earlier. The situation here is very, very tense. The uh, military uh, trucks and policemen place a strategic point of all the cities, especially in Douala and uh, Yaoundé. Right now, the Constitutional Council is about declaring the result of the uh, presidential election, which uh, the incumbent Pobia is expected to win. Security is very, very tight at the Constitutional Court premises. And all the opposition leaders, not all of them are present because many of them are not in agreement with uh, the way the election was uh, conducted, especially in the troubled regions of the English-speaking parts of the Northwest and Southwest. So, as I understand it, because I saw some reports coming through last week already, um, where there was seemingly some unhappiness, people were already uh, starting to get agitated because they were saying that the outcome of the election result had already been leaked. Was there any truth to that, Arison? Yes, there is some truth to that. Because no, the problem with Cameroon uh, presidential result, the proclamation of the result is, 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 is very, very, very complex. The, the, as you know, the, 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 the polling took place on October 7, and we had to wait for 15 days to get the, the winner of that, of that election. And in the course of these 15 days, there have been various reports coming from uh, uh, various polling stations in the country. And uh, many people in the independently assembled results from all the polling stations. And it was obvious that the incumbent was, was winning in most of the polling stations, was leading in most of the polling stations, which they, they claimed that uh, the, 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 the procedure was very irregular. There they was fraud and there was insecurity, especially in the part of the country where a, a, a war is, is, is going on. So there is, there is some truth to what they said. The results were leaked by about three weeks, three days ago, and it was indicating that the incumbent was leading with an absolute majority. But we have that confirmation later today. Indeed, we will. But let's talk about the history of Cameroon under the leadership of uh, President Paul Bia, 85-year-old uh, President Paul Bia at the moment. So, you know, is it, uh, uh, why is it so difficult for the opposition to accept this result? The biggest problem with the Cameroonian opposition is that they have not been able to come together to form one political party to challenge the incumbent President Paul They've not been able to form a coalition. During the last election in 2011, they were more than 20 political parties that were challenging the president alone. Now, this division is not helping the opposition in anywhere. But within the political uh, corridors, it is widely alleged that most of the political parties, the opposition political parties, are created by Paul B.I. himself to cause division in the opposition. 
And there is some truth to this because immediately after election results are proclaimed, you see most of the opposition party running behind him to beg for ministerial and uh, parliamentary uh, uh, positions. Now, another reason is that the, ele- the election management body, which is called Elections Cameroon Elecam, is controlled to a greater extent by Paul Bia because he appoints all the members of that body. He appoints them when he wants, and he can disappoint them whenever he wants, so he controls them. Even the members of the Constitutional Court, who will be declaring the results today, Pobia alone appoints them. So he calls the shots. He can tell them what to do and what not to do. And these are the people who have been in charge of uh, the election in the country since the return of multipartism and democracy in 1992. So Pobia has been able to have a very, very strong grip on power because he has placed his friends and family members in strategic positions of the country. But if you look at Cameroon, where you have, um, uh, as the statistics point out, about 60% of Cameroonians under the age of 25, and yet you have a president who's been in power for 36 years. Um, you know, how, how are the young people, the young uh, part of the electorate, responding to President Bia? Uh, and in addition to that, you know, there have also been reports that President Bia is an absentee president, uh, president that he spends a vast amounts of time away from Cameroon. Yeah, the, now, the, the young people in the country are very, very supremely disinterested in politics because uh, Paul B has proven to them over the years that he doesn't have their interests at heart. The youngest minister in his government is 56 years old, and this is somebody that is considered as a youth uh, in, the, in the BR regime. Young people have realized over the years that the government has no plans for them, and the government has done everything possible through propaganda, through manipulation to ensure that young people stay away from politics, stay away from politics. In fact, in, in, in his speech last two years, he encouraged young people to get more into agriculture. He told them that their future is in agriculture. That was an indirect way of redirecting them to agriculture and not politics. And then we have a, a, a youthful population that is uh, very, 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 very dormant when it comes to uh, research on uh, political issues and international uh, issues. So, so they, they see no reason why their, their lives should be affected, their normal way of life should be affected because they want to bring down the president. But that narrative is changing with this election because one of the youngest candidates was 38 years. And during the campaigns, he, was, he could move crowd. Now, it was obvious that young people were beginning to develop interest in politics. And this is what is carrying the, the government, actually. It's carrying the government because there are threats everywhere from young people that is their time to take over from the old generation. Now, like you said, this is a president that spends most of his time out of the country, especially in Europe, specifically in Switzerland. And it has not been easy for people here to understand why somebody who is supposed to be with them, he has been the president of the country for for 36 years, I think you know that, and 
he wants seven more years. By implication, he should be 42 years in power and 92 years if he wins. Now, people, people, have, people generally are very, very dissatisfied. But the repression from the government through the use of force is carrying young people away because many of them have been imprisoned. Many of them who try to go on the street have either been killed or imprisoned. And this is very scary for most of them. And then just a final question uh, to you, Arison. With regard to reports that we've been seeing, we don't know how much of it is real, how much of it is not. Um, you spoke earlier about the English-speaking parts of Cameroon. And is there is there a civil war going on? Is there some sort of genocide taking place? Or uh, maybe that's too strong a word, but what is going on in Cameroon at the moment? Well, there, there, is, there is a serious war going on in the English parts of the country. Cameroon is made up of 10 regions, and the eight regions are French-speaking, and two regions are English-speaking. Now, these two countries, these two people came together in 1961 to form one country called Cameroon. And the English population, which is the minority, less than 20%, have been complaining over the years that they've been marginalized in government positions and development and everything across because they are English-speaking and they are in the minority. The government has always given a deaf ear to their complaints. In 2017, they decided to take up arms after they went to the street and government killed more than four of them. They said enough was enough and they took up arms and they are now fighting since 2017. 17, November 2017, specifically, they have been clashing with government forces. The place is deserted. Many of English-speaking Cameroonians either have either escaped to the French-speaking part of the country or have gone to Nigeria, where they are seeking refuge under the, the care of the United Nations. Now, concerning the genocide, what, what I know as a journalist is that the killings have been massive, massive on both sides, on government side and on the side of the, 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 the separatists. Women have been killed, girls have been raped, children have been killed, soldiers too have been killed, and, uh, you know, officials have been kidnapped, and some are still in captivity by, by the separatists. As we speak, the army announced today that they just killed 10 separatists, even as they announced in the election results in the capital, Yaoundé. And right now, there is a war going on in, in one part of the country, and all a battle, shooting. It was announced by the by the army just like thirty minutes ago that they were attacked by by gunmen in, in one of the parts of the, the country. So this has been something that has been recurring, and many Cameroonians, especially of English speaking expression have been very dissatisfied with the little attention that has been give, that is given to this crisis especially by the United Nations. They think that their people have died enough and it is time for the United Nations to intervene, to put an end to the killings, to put an end to the kidnapping, to the torture, to the arrest. They want to dialogue with the government to arrive at a conclusion. But that has not happened yet. If Pobia takes part today, he declare officially as the winner, that will be one of his major challenges to make sure that the country doesn't divide. But because the English-speaking population are looking for a new country that they call Ambazoya.